everybody, and welcome to the Let's Get Fleecy podcast. We hope you're doing great and staying safe. Today, we have an entertaining episode for you guys. Today, we plan to get real. I'm here with Frida, Velvet, and Claudette, and we had so much fun planning this one, and we hope you like it. So we discussed hobbies, feelings, and states of mind. Now it's time to discuss the body and the mechanics of eating, and yes, what happens afterwards? Pooping. <laughs> If you guys are like us, cooking and eating... <laughs> have taken control over your life but also maybe the aftermath is lovely or maybe not as pleasant but let's just cut to chase and see how everybody's doing with their eating and pooping habits i'll start with claudette so anything interesting for us uh well my pooping <laughs> has changed significantly well significantly is a strong word but it has changed throughout the quarantine because I've been eating differently, so my diet has changed. I'm eating things <laughs> I like, um, and I'm eating things that are, like, my the foods I crave. So some days, or, and I'm, I'm doing a lot of home cooking, so it's all over the map. Before, I had more of a, like, routine schedule, and now with cooking, I'm all over the place. So my poop has subsequently mm. changed as well. So one <laughs> of the things that I look for in poop are... <laughs> color size oh my god i had no i had no idea you had what about list. other people so you you said col yeah because basically based on like your poop does the color really have to the color varies based on what you eat or like the like color, but it matters, matters. Yes. i does it but like i know i know it, it changes based on like a lot of foods have different like pigments yep. right so it will change according to that like yeah but if one time I, st i started drinking a lot of charcoal water <laughs> and oh my it was just not pleasant I was, and i called my doctor i'm like i am so worried about this it's very dark she's like oh my god that's so like that's so dangerous that you need to come right in and i'm like no but i feel well and then i explained like oh i've been drinking a lot of charcoal water and she's like oh okay yeah that changes so i got a, i had that like scary few seconds yeah. minutes but it was because of I that i think it's you don't eat anything that's pigmented there's a For gradient sure. of colors where you should land yes and <laughs> i honestly the poop spectrum or rainbow poop is, is such a yeah. huge thing <laughs> that <laughs> honestly i used to be so healthy like like bowel movements type I used to be super healthy and it was just like when I started getting older like past my mid-20s that my body just started shifting so like constipation was an issue um I started being like intolerant to like gluten and nuts and, and all of those things would just start altering my my way of like processing food and I had to start drinking enzymes and just like things that would help me break down Put heavy foods that I used to eat with no problem and then I just started I couldn't digest them properly or just the fact that you have to spend more time in the washroom is just annoying so I'm I'm an advocate if you need to do anything to help the process just take it and do it in measure I guess but yeah well, well that's interesting because like in our discussions of planning this or talking about this episode Um, you had a really nifty toolkit oh my for, God, yes. for um, ensuring regular bowel movements. Okay. And, you know, for someone like me, like I'm a, a I find bowel, I'm like, to me, bowel movements are very important. And 
but you were next level and I was very <laughs> impressed and I found it very educational. I don't always agree with all of your methods, but I think it's very interesting and I think other people should hear them. They should know. Okay, yes, I'm going to start off saying I am not a doctor. If you guys yes. are going to do anything, yeah, <laughs> take it with a grain take of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. Uh, but since I've been having issues like with my gut and my stomach for maybe, I'm going to say, four or five years and I'm going through intolerances and I've um, I've just had like eating disorders at some point too. So my stomach in like the last five years has gone very up it has had its ups and downs right Mm -hmm. and I've had to do tests and blood works and colonoscopies and all this fun stuff right um yeah I know exciting (laughs) 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 but I I just I with my doctor like we spoke a few times and she recommended that if you ever need help going to the washroom like it's fine so I I usually try, like I said, like enzymes or I go with oatmeal every morning. Like it helps a lot and whole whole flax seeds and all that stuff. But if it's, if the thing is really stuck and you need to go to the washroom, I mean, a laxative here and there, it's not a big deal. You drink it. I usually in my cupboard, every time I travel, every time I like go anywhere that's overnight and that I may feel like, you know, when you travel you're sitting down on the airplane or a bus or a train or whatever and you're uncomfortable and you can't go or when just the fact that you, if you sleep over at somebody's house you're uncomfortable going so in, I don't know if it happens to everyone but my stomach kind of just goes into the shock of like I don't know if it's embarrassment or st- yeah I'm not at home I'm, I'm not home yeah. and, you, and you just yeah. <laughs> I need to withdraw yeah so it's like I I'll usually take with me like a set of laxatives like soft ones like you can get over the counter and just take it take it in moderation or take fiber just take everything in moderation and I think it's it's healthy and there's no reason why not mm-hmm. but or like I don't know suppositories are <laughs> a great choice too because <laughs> the thing is like because you know, I've only used that when I was little. Like, I've never used, I don't even, I can't even say the word, but I yeah. only used them. Yeah, like, when I was little, when I was, like, that's why I, I got it, I've, right? When I was little, I would use them. Um, but the thing is different. So, if you're taking a laxative, it's because, like, it's oral, right? So, it's like dissolved in, in water and you take it. So, it's because usually the, wherever it's, wherever this, thing is stuck is in the start this of the monster. stomach yeah this monster <laughs> wants to go out but the monster <laughs> is stuck at the start of the stomach so you need to take that laxative for it to start going down and it'll with what with a lot of water it'll go down the process right and it's usually fixed but sometimes the monster is stuck all the way at the end of like where you need to go so if you take laxatives, it's not going to really help you. Or it's just gonna, you're going to have to take such strong laxatives for can it I to just, reach can I just interject? There. Can I just interject really quick? For all the listeners here, we are, um, we are Zooming so we can see each other. And the hand gestures that Frida is doing are phenomenal. I know. <laughs> they just add so much. I wish you guys could see it because it adds so much color to the story. <laughs> 
hand gestures. Anyways, please continue. Anyways. I'm this Your face, you were just like so interested. Like, oh, tell me more. Where? <laughs> of no, all the ones. I've never used a suppository. I didn't even, like, I know what they are, but you not even know that was like a thing that people no. did. Not even as a child. No, not Same. as a kid. No. I don't think I no? used a suppository no. as a child either. I don't remember, or my mom. Well, I come from a family of. I did. Oh, I did, but for me, it was for 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 pills. There we go. They'd yeah. be like, "Oh, you're yeah. gonna go on the plane." No, no. Let you go. Let's knock you out. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, twenty hours." Yeah, it's because that's that's the thing. So like that's how my family used it. Antibiotics or antibiotics. Really? Too. Well, I guess it's another it. entrance no, like, to the body, yeah. right? So it makes sense. You know, there's that because that's there. yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like at least in in this case, in like pooping world. Like but sometimes I kind of have this, a question. This is a stock at the bottom. So if you put one up, it's glycerin, oh. right? So what it does, it's just like it loosens it. It loosens it up. So it just like lets it flow, and everything that's supposed to come out will come out. It's not like you're gonna get like bad diarrhea. Like it's not an I, enema. Like those. I'm are grateful you explained, bad. but not bad. But that will like. Yes. let everything go you know like it's a positive have you had an enema before <laughs> yeah well when, when you get a colonoscopy for example like they ask oh. you to dr- you need to actually drain all of your body out you can't eat for like i think 20 hours 24 hours and they ask you for one so it really takes everything out so they can go in with a camera and the camera is clean and that you can see everything mm. properly right so that i think it's too hardcore if somebody's like on a plane and you can poop for the next two days if you have an enema i think it's you're overreacting but if you put a suppository like a glycerin normal one up it's not a big deal like you just leave it there and then when you really really need to go then you just go to the washroom and it'll loosen up and it helps but it like i I think it's it's like a specific thing that you need to do is there a lot of stigma around it I feel so because I mean it seems like I guess it's just why because it's up your butt. Don't use it as often. (laughs) Just saying. No, it's. I think it's it's a very accurate observation. I mean, people don't talk. A don't talk about pooping enough. I mean, it's a natural bodily function. People are weird about butts in general. Yeah. And especially sticking stuff up your butt. That's a whole other level. But it's not. It's not like I'm putting something weird up my butt. It's something to promote the natural thing that my body needs to do. But but generally, generally, only exit your butt. And I, yeah, I think I'm glad that you explained (laughs) what it does. You know, the fact that it's glycerin. That makes it, you know, it's like glycerin, yeah, you know, slippery. Slippery. When we first described it, when we yeah. were planning this, I was like, "You put that to relax your butt," and I'm like, "Why would you want to relax your butt?" Like, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like I a muscle like, relaxer. <laughs> what does it do? Because I, in my idea, mechanics, it should be pushed from up to down. But I guess it makes sense to like no glycerin it because it's. It's part of knowing and it's part of listening to your body. This is what I've, I, and it, it's a whole, like, we're, we're going to have like, what, 30, 35 minutes to talk about this, but it's a whole spectrum that you need to understand of the relationship that you have yeah. with food, how your body and your mind is processing whatever it is that you're entering, that's entering your body. And then when you feel like constipated for a day or two, you kind of, if you're very in tune with your body, you start 
knowing like, oh no, like this is almost out, but I can't get it out. So if I drink a laxative, it's probably not going to yeah. do much but, because it, it has already gone I, through I, its I, process. So I have a story about oh. that. Let's hear a Scottish so, story. Okay, so basically, I a few months ago, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was in immense pain and I thought it was a cyst. So I Googled it quickly, thought it was a cyst, was like, should I walk to the emergency room? I couldn't sleep. And then I actually went to, uh, I decided not to go to the emergency room, thank God. I went to my my doctor and my doctor was like, this, yep. I think you're constipated. I, I swear to God, I wasn't even that constipated. I was going less regular yeah. than I do. I go pretty regular. Girl, I, like, if I don't go after my things. coffee in the morning, but I start getting panicked. I'm like, what am I taking tonight? <laughs> mm, like, but, no. <laughs> no, I'm, so, like, instead oh, of going fair. twice, I was going once. Let's say that. And I, but I was backed up. And, and he yes. basically said, like, your body changes. And at some point, especially when you cross, you know, uh, 30, your body changes. That's and so unfair. Your digestive system change and your, 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 what your body's able to, like, um, I guess, take in in terms of constipation, it changes too. So my limit mm. is a bit lower than before huh. where I could go a few days. And now I can, like, it changes a, a, a little bit and I'm actually really uncomfortable. And you feel bloated and you feel heavy and, and I'm like in pain. Yeah. I don't know if I said this at one point, but it's like the part of the serotonin, high percentage of that is yeah. produced in the gut. So if your gut is not healthy and it's icky yeah. and you feel heavy and stuff, probably not but- happy. So just the fact that you're pooping yeah, regularly and you're going health. to the washroom and you're having healthy bowel movements makes and you I, a happier I, but person. I, here's how I enter this conversation is I think you guys 100%. had experience to understand your body like you mentioned that you had since the mid-20s kind of this journey of where your monster is stuck but <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I during this I always pooped like Oh my god, like I was a poop queen. I would poop every day, like <laughs> all the time. I would I had this story where I told my friends that I pooped in every nightclub in Shanghai when I lived in Shanghai. Because it was like <laughs> one drink in and my body was like, it's ready. So I swear. Oh my god. I would poop so That's much. Insane. And now during oh this quarantine, god. I'm eating the healthiest I probably have eaten in my life. And I'm incredibly constipated. But I also, my mood has not changed. I don't feel heavy. Um, my stomach doesn't hurt. I don't have gases. Nothing. It's just like but, like food just goes in and disappears. Like, is it just shutting off? Like, your body's shutting That's the thing. Like, I think we discussed it is that it can also I, be I don't feel like um, uh, a sense... I don't feel anxious. I'm not feeling sad. I'm not feeling anything about quarantine, but my body is showing anxiety in very, very interesting ways. Like I get crazy uh, nightmares, and my my period. Yes, guys, we're this is woman has like it. It was early ten days. <laughs> like it's my it's my yeah, body that's going so like so much. But mood wise, I'm like perfect. But I also don't know. 
Like, I wouldn't yeah. know if I need a laxative or a suppository because I don't fear what the monster is, you know? <laughs> but then just, t- just take one and see if it works. And then just put the other one up. Like, it's yes. like, don't, I yeah. think, it, and I think it's now what, you know. what I was saying. Like, take the stigma out of it. At the end of the day, you're doing what you're, you need to do to I get know. the monster out of your fucking body. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, yeah, and, no, and it's part, point. and it's like, you have, it has like its own brain, you know, like yeah. your gut is like another brain. So if, if you're feeling anxious and stressed or something emotional, I don't know, you're dealing with a long distance relationship or you're missing your parents, you don't know when you're going to see them again. Like, I understand that because I'm, I, I have that too sometimes. And then it just reflects yes. in your, I, in I your think gut. My gut might be smarter than my brain on top yeah. because... <laughs> Because my brain is like, oh my god! I mean, that's why it's called like yeah. your gut feeling. Yeah. That's why it's called gut feelings. Like your body, your it's so your body's yeah. so intelligent, and they they say that your your bacteria changes every seven years. So that's why Does we it? do see your colony. Yeah, like the um. So I mean, this is again, I'm not an expert. This is like <laughs> shit that I've read on Google. So take everything with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah, like, don't trust anything we say except for our stories. They're fucking. Yeah. We're like, those are yeah, real. Um, those are real. Yeah, like for me, like I, I've been um, you know, it's like I've been having tummy trouble since quarantine as well. Like I, I, my stress has manifested. Like I used to be, I've always been very um focused on trying to have the best poop possible. It's just life goals. My, like, <laughs> life goals. Life goals. <laughs> life goals. Exactly. I mean, because it's such an important Hashtag. part of your life and makes you feel ha- like I think the key to being happy is a having a, a good poop I mean uh, there's other factors obviously in life <laughs> and being nothing <laughs> yeah no but it's a good place to start I agree having a great shit yeah. so I mean like, like I've amen always, like so pre-quarantine I've been doing pretty well right <laughs> thank you ladies yeah. so I've been doing pretty well and um but now like when I first got into quarantine the stress caused my 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 schedule to go totally out of whack and then also having roommates my diet has changed drastically because i i'm dairy free and i don't usually eat a, i'm not gluten free but i don't eat a lot of gluten and because i have roommates you know there's compromises and i also really miss dairy so i've been entering that back into my diet and it it hasn't been going horribly but it hasn't been helping the 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 aggressive situation that happened at the beginning of quarantine so I've started now making my own probiotics with kefir water and it's been such a fun experiment. And I mean, and like, it's just so every day it's like, I, I try a different way of making the kefir water. I'm trying different doses. I'm trying different foods. Um, and it's just been kind of fun, but I think for me, it's, it's, it's been my, it's been a quarantine hobby of mine. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> I know I have a hobby and I'm, it's a new hobby and it makes you. No, I think, I think probiotics yeah. are, are great. I, I take them. I don't like to depend on a lot on one thing or take a lot of one thing. Like I'm not going crazy with suppositories. I'm not going crazy with laxatives. I'm not going crazy with probiotics. Like, I just feel like you, you really, if you really want to strive for that perfect goal pooped of yours, it's just, I think you need to just get in, in, in tone with your body or let's say, yes. Variety is the spice of life. So you need variety. No. And like, I started noticing my body got way better when I started eating less meat. So it, it changed. Like you could, you could just tell and I would feel different, like just eating less protein during the day changed but for me way more it was the other way around like I was 
I was oh, I think eating very little meat for a long a very long period maybe like three years of my life and when I moved back to Mexico um just you know Mexica like Mexicans eat a lot of meat so I started consuming a lot of meat and my body yeah. just really really accepted it like in in general I was, I first saw it in like my nails my nail health was crazy my hair grew like crazy my skin was better I I kind of felt better and I wonder if it's it's always like genetic mm -hmm. memory right I I wonder my parents do are big meat eaters mm -hmm. and I kind of introduced it again and then genetic memory is that really a thing yeah absolutely yeah genetic yeah memory. yeah with food Yeah, yeah. Food with, with trauma, so with everything. If you come huh. from a society, let's say you were Japanese, who is like more prone to eat like seafood, then your body will be better at adjusting and digesting seafood. And for me, it seems like meat is something that actually my, my body likes and craves. And but but I also find that I will say maybe my my gut is is not as great because of that so i don't know it's kind of but do you think it's because you were we're we're going back to like yeah. your second brain type of thing right because you were home you were with, your parents, with, you were with your boyfriend no would, uh, no but did you feel more at home like it might be like the co all this covid quarantine thing like dealing with stress and, and anxiety like it's just not helping you go to that and then you're thinking of the time that you were very healthy but it's not you weren't yeah, in no. isolation like definitely when you know? I moved back Maybe that's for a different. while I kept on doing like my plant-based and then I just succumbed to it and I started eating meat and immediately my body was responded really really well to it so I started eating more meat and now I maintain mm -hmm. that health but I also think like Claudia mentions your body changes all the time and maybe I need to try and go into plant-based and see if that's where I think it's all about cycles and it's also yes. yeah it's also I think I feel like with oh my emotional god. eating oh my god, sometimes girl. it gets such a bad rap but at the end of the day it's a way that we cope and we've all been in stress and like I've been eating things I usually don't eat I, I also a lot of dairy Which hasn't been sitting the greatest, but you know what? It's uh, also <laughs> an emotional. Like, it's been sitting great yeah. emotionally, <laughs> maybe not poop wise, but I've been enjoying it. And there's nothing wrong with that either, you know. Like some, I mean, I think it's kind of a balance between the. It always, it all is interconnected, but like yeah, some cravings 100%. are more emotional. So, but like, some, yeah, it's totally also and sometimes nostalgia. I'm eating something. I'm like, this is not gonna go well in the next three days, but I'm gonna eat it anyways. I know you, because it's yeah. that emotional part, right? And sometimes it doesn't affect me as much as I thought it would. But then sometimes I'm like three days having issues. Do you get like performing? Do you guys think your relationship with food has changed during COVID? Yeah, mine has a, a, a little bit because I was I was talking to my boyfriend today because we went to bulk barn and we started buying things and then I bought ice cream and I bought. I don't know, like mixed fruits and mixed nuts and stuff. But the, the the thing is, or else I'm not going to a restaurant. I'm not going to bars and restaurants and brunches all the time. So you you kind of have to adjust your relationship with food when you're in isolation because you're getting those little treats that you can get 
otherwise. And the fact that your kitchen is a meter <laughs> from you just make it just makes you want to just snack more, right? So your metabolism is going to change because it's not having so much time to process things like like it used to. Now you're putting in food every hour, little bits of food. So it's I think it's normal for it to change. I'm still eating as healthy as I can, though. Like I, I I'm not going. What crazy about with you, Claudette, or Velvet? Mm. <laughs> Go ahead, Claudette. I mean, I, I think I'm indulging more for sure. I'm indulging more. I'm cooking more. Um, some days I'm healthy. Some days I'm not. But I'm thinking about it a little bit less. Like in terms <laughs> the of least my priorities, of it's like I'm trying to make it. Yeah, I'm trying to make it like the least of my priorities. Like I've been trying to be healthy for so long. So fuck it. I'm going to eat chips and I'm going to eat. But then, like, but then that's going to affect delicious. you. But yeah, it doesn't always sit well. Like I, I definitely am like tomorrow, for example, I've been eating. I like I, I have better chicken <laughs> and I swear to God, I cook so much. <laughs> I pooped, like, I woke what? up at midnight wow. to poop again. And it wasn't, like, messy poops. It was good poops. But I was, like, this is insane. Like, I need to I need to take a chill pill. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm giving myself a little I, bit of a break yeah. because I think um, I don't yeah, want to. Yeah, but you need right to be now. careful with what you're, with what you're eating because, like, it's okay to indulge. But doesn't it, have, like, start blocking you? I guess because you haven't blocked healthy. me okay. yet. <laughs> Tune in the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Tune in next. I, I also eat pretty healthy. Like, I, I think at the overall, like, I mean, what's a cake going to do yeah. if I eat, like, healthy during the day? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I keep my cheap meals and I keep my stuff and I'm eating a mm-hmm. little bit milk? more yeah. cheap meals or snacking more. But I'm I'm trying to keep as healthy as possible. You know what? Because... I had that fuck it moment. I've had it for a few years and I'm like, oh, fuck it. And then it just messes up my inside so much and I just start stressing and it's just like a snowball. So I'm like, honestly, just having the perfect poop in the morning is just like so (laughs) priceless that I'd rather have that than a bag of chips. But because I already had that, that goals, I'm telling you, priorities. But I already had that fuck it few years because I've been dealing this for, Mm -hmm. for many years now. But until now, I can I have been able to educate my body and understand <laughs> my situation with the, like with the help like of for- my my cupboard full of you force you force your body into submission and admire that you're like you're gonna poop at 10 a.m. on the dot every fucking day if not I'm gonna shove something up my ass. <laughs> What about um, you, Velvet? I, yeah, my relationship was changed a bit because um, I've been eating. I've, like, I'm generally a pretty healthy eater. I've definitely gotten in some indulgent snacks and more stuff that it's like because I'm living in my childhood home again during the during quarantine. So I've kind of gotten like more like nostalgic snacks. So like I'm eating oh. like craft dinner, which I haven't eaten in oh years. Oh my god, I have um, a mac and cheese in my <laughs> cupboard. I can't wait to get into it. Yeah, and yeah, and now that I'm eating dairy and like toaster strudels and 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 just stuff like that but i'm also sick of fucking food right now too in the sense that like because like my roommates and i when we first got into quarantine we were like cooking like elaborate meals we were definitely in that group of people like overindulging cooking like three meals a day the quarantine overachievers 
yeah and like now I'm, but now we're kind of like as we're eating one meal we're planning the next meal and we're like oh fuck we have to go to the grocery store because like we we don't have any more food because we're so we're i think we're all kind of a little bit like fatigued with the meal prep and cooking and none of us cook three square meals a day and plus i fast normally in the mornings so i don't normally eat until noon and so now i'm you know i'm trying to go back to fasting again but I'm just like, just give me some like <laughs> some plain rice, and I'll be <laughs> just give me a, just give me so toast. I, I just, like, yeah, yeah. I just need like now. I'm at the point where I just need to eat to sustain life. I'm no longer. So that's kind of like yeah. it's like more like a pendulum shift. Your well, fault. to be fair, when... seven seven weeks of like overachieving in food. Well, I mean, you get tired, right? Oh, we haven't overachieved every meal like you know we've I've been seen, having- i know you send us very high quality pictures okay no that's because we've got there's been a competition between us and like another friend of ours that uh, i won't name because and he keeps on like gosh. like he's just like so yeah consistently he's- good so even if you have one yeah, he keeps one and one upping every he's an team. amazing chef anyways it's been fun but now i'm like i'm i'm um i'm <laughs> I'm good with the food for right now and I'm well, trying to have the perfect food. Just yeah. try, try to put more fiber in the mornings. Like, I know you're oh, fast, yeah. but why don't you just take fiber um, in the morning? Same. No, fa- like, I, I eat fiber all day. No, but just put the, well, the one that you put with water, like Benefiber fiber type of thing. No, that's another side. I think it breaks yeah. you fast. Yeah, anyway, that's another side to have anything before. Yeah. But it's, it's still... But it's water. Like, it will yeah. start your... No, to- no, no. Move your Fiber. digestion exactly. Digestion. Yeah. Well, see, I'm on the other oh. side. Like my relationship with food has been like it's my saving grace right now. <laughs> like every breakfast, every dinner is like, oh my god, I get so excited as if I, I swear, like so excited. <laughs> I have my last meeting for work at seven, and I'm like thinking about my dinner, just going like I'm so freaking excited to eat that thing, and I like try to do. I'm also alone, Aww. right? And like super alone. <laughs> yeah. And with my and with your sourdough project, project <laughs> like uh, much like Andrina, I'm also growing bacteria. And I, I've now gone to that phase of I'm trying different recipes of sourdough. And like I keep on having sourdough babies, so I open my mm-hmm. cover and I'm like, oh my god, I need to feed five freaking babies. <laughs> They keep growing. Yes, they, it's they like, keep growing. Today I made a sourdough pizza because my project yeah. is to make the best sourdough pizza. When I come out of of uh, quarantine, I'm gonna invite everybody, and I'm gonna be this like Italian nonna, and I'm gonna be like this amazing pizza for everybody, oh, right? <laughs> it's attempt three, and already it's like we're not doing too well, you know. Like the first, the first one was a hot <laughs> hot mess. The second one was great. This one. Was, this one was great in taste, terrible in texture. But anyway, there's so many babies to feed of like sourdough. I had to kill one. Like I was like, I know I'm sorry, but it was just too many. And I was going through so much flour throughout the week. And, <laughs> you know, I cannot, I, I don't have like, I'm not that well paid to keep five babies. That's 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 probably no because like I only have it once a week. Intestine. I only have like sourdough <laughs> once a week, and it's okay, really true. good because it's okay, probiotics okay. as well. It's just like flour probiotics, and like it's yeah. great because you mm, can actually see okay. the strings kind of of kind of the colony is fantastic of how it's made. But anyway, yeah. like mm. I do feel super excited about food, and 
but that's great like the fact that you feel so excited to make it and do it and eat it like you're so happy when it's going in your body then the whole process of it it's just it's supposed to be happier like it's better like when you it's not there's nothing worse than when you eating something and you're just hating what you're eating or you you see it with hate (laughs) like this is a whole nother like no like I'm t- like like the, like this is a, it's it is a thing. Yeah. Like, Some meals are like have eating disorders or like anything. Like the, that's why your body just starts reacting differently. And this is a whole nother episode. But mm-hmm. but like as long as you have that good relationship with food, it's just gonna do the whole pro- much the better. in and out yes. process better. Yeah. Yeah. Like like it should be pleasurable. Or it yes. Should be, like enjoyable coming and going. <laughs> You know, when it goes in, you yeah. should enjoy it, and you should enjoy it going out. That's the moral of the story. Happiness in, happiness out. Well, I have the happiness of eating it. Now I'll have to just right and center. I'm, I'm like I come from with measure. I come from family people, so we don't do medicine. So it's taking a little bit of me to do it. I've been just like chugging a lot of fiber, but at this point, I freaking just need. Who knows? Maybe I'll love it. You know? so, <laughs> just gotta give it a try. Hey, <laughs> I will not judge. I will not judge. I'll try support. kefir water. My my advice: try kefir water. It's a natural remedy, and and do pre- eat prebiotic food. I will try it. I found have your probiotic water. I. I would say I would I would say probiotics, enzymes. fiber, and if you and enzymes, and if you still can get it out, just, yeah, just do what you need to do, girl. Reach your hand up. Yeah, I mean, out. it's not like I'm, I'm telling you. It's like Claudette said. It's stigmatized. Just put it up there, it's girl. Scary. It's fine. <laughs> okay, totally. guys. So I guess we discussed all we needed to discuss and. We embarrass ourselves and hopefully we inspire you to eat more probiotics and have more fiber in the morning. Um, we will leave you to celebrate those mind-blowing dinners and like those fantastic washroom visits. Thank you so much for listening and we hope you join again, <laughs> us again next week. Remember to subscribe and follow us on Instagram and send us any topics you would like us to tackle. This episode was hosted by Isabel together with Claudette, Velvet and Frida. Have a great night. Thank mm-hmm. you.